0: The podcasts are taken from the four volumes, In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 246 is entitled, What is Real, Part 14, Implications of the Assumptions of Science, 5.
1: In the previous podcast on Implications of the Assumptions of Science, we discussed the following false assumptions of theoretical science.
0: Assumption 1. There is no intelligent design and no intelligent designer. Assumption 2. Life was created by accident. Assumption 3. Man is nothing but an accidental collocation of atoms. Assumption 4. We live in an accidental universe. Assumption 5. Man is an animal, and man is a machine, thus has no free will. Assumption 6. Man is ruled by determinism and thus has no free will.
1: In this podcast, we shall address the following logical fallacy of science.
0: Assumption 7. There is no life prior to earth.
1: The fundamental flaw in the views of theoretical science concerning the nature of man is the false idea that life has a beginning. They think that life began by accident on earth with the prokaryotic cell and evolved into a complex human being and will continue to evolve into an even more complex human being. To theoretical science, life is biological. That is why Stephen Hawking refers to man as a biological machine. The physical body does not have life in itself as proven by the fact that the body is subject to death. Life isn't. The body would be nothing without the spirit. Again, I repeat a part of the creation story
0: found in Genesis. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul.
1: All living things, from the least cell to the most complex, have a spirit, or they would not have life. The cell dies, the spirit doesn't. That alone debunks the idea that man is a biological machine. The physical body is a sophisticated biological machine, but the soul, which is made of the spirit and the body, isn't. The analogy of man and machine only works when limited to the physical or biological component. That which goes back to the dust cannot have life in itself. Perhaps we should ask the question, what is life? First, we must begin with the idea that life cannot be created or destroyed. Life self-exists and has existed throughout the eternities. There is no other suitable explanation. God created our spirit in his image, and he created our physical body after his likeness. But if you claim that God created life, you have the inevitable question, who created God? One of the most fundamental laws of the universe must be this.
0: Something can never come from nothing. We accept the
1: fact that matter and energy cannot be created or destroyed. They self-exist. Why would it be difficult to assume that the life force cannot be created or destroyed? God had to come from somewhere. God cannot create himself because of the law stated above. When dealing with creation, the first thing we must dismiss is the unsustainable idea that
0: something can come from nothing, that life came about by accident, that the universe came about by accident. Life has a beginning. Matter and energy have a beginning. Everything will end in a giant heat death, leaving nothing. Things create themselves by necessity. There is no intelligent design and no God.
1: Such arguments fall apart very quickly, and suddenly science must start making excuses for every extraordinary piece of evidence such as the existence of life, the existence of the Goldilocks zone, and the existence of man. That brings us back to the question, what is life? We can only answer that question from our own experience. We are living beings. What is that phenomenon we call life?
0: Life is a force. Life is consciousness. Life is intelligence. Life is a unique identity. Life self-exists. Life has always existed. It cannot have a beginning. Life will always exist. It cannot have an end.
1: If we assume the above, then everything else falls into place. Why God exists? why life exists, why we exist. We cannot answer why life self exists any more than we can answer why matter and energy self-exist. That brings up the question then, who is God? If we are as old as God, why aren't we gods? The only logical conclusion is that there are different degrees of intelligence, of awareness, of consciousness. Look at the superlatives that describe God.
0: Omniscience, omnipotence, omnipresence.
1: God is the supreme intelligence. God has greater knowledge, greater power, greater intelligence, greater light, greater glory, and greater truth. The next question we must ask is, what is God's interest in us? We must always turn back to John three sixteen through 17
0: For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved.
1: Everything appears to go back to that remarkable statement. We are his children. We have a divine nature. Else why did God go to such lengths to save us? He gave us a spirit body in his image and placed in that spirit our self-existent intelligence, our eternal consciousness, our self-awareness. He created for us a spirit out of immortal matter to house our immortal intelligence. We are literally his children. He placed that same spirit in our physical body, and that is why we have life. What is his plan for us? It is obvious. He wants us to become like him. What did Christ say?
0: Matthew 5:48. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect.
1: We know that is not possible without the atonement of Christ. Look again at the promises Christ gave to the seven churches recorded in the book of Revelation.
0: 1. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. 2. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. 3. He that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that received it. 4. To him that overcometh will I give him the morning star. 5. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. 6. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. 7. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my Father in his throne.
1: We are of royal blood. We are spirit children of God, which means that before coming to earth, to gain a physical or mortal body, we were spirit, created in the image of God, living with God in heaven. We existed before the earth was created. Let me repeat the words of the Lord to Job.
0: Job 38, 1-7 through Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee, and answer thou me. Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding. Who hath laid the measure thereof, if thou knowest? Or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy.
1: We were those morning stars who sang together. We were those sons of God who shouted for joy, because the earth was being created for us. A logical conclusion is that as spirits in heaven with our Father, we watched the creation of the earth. There is nothing accidental about this earth. Life is possible on this earth only because God designed it to sustain physical life. It is no coincidence that we live in what science calls the Goldilocks Zone, meaning it is just right for the existence of mankind. Furthermore, we knew from the beginning that the earth was being created for us. I love the words of the Romantic poet William Wordsworth. In his poem, Ode, Intimations of Immortality, in stanza 5, Wordsworth wrote,
0: Our birth is but a sleep and a forgetting, The soul that rises with us, our life's star, hath had elsewhere its setting, and cometh from afar, not in entire forgetfulness, and not in utter nakedness, but trailing clouds of glory do we come from God, who is our home. Heaven lies about us in our infancy. Shades of the prison house begin to close upon the growing boy, but he beholds the light, and whence it flows, he sees it in his joy. The youth, Who daily farther from the east must travel still is nature's priest and by the vision splendid is on his way attended at length the man perceives it die away and fade into the light of common day
1: wordsworth is speaking of the veil that was drawn across our minds when we left our father's house and came to earth causing us to forget our pre-mortal life the purpose of the veil is clear That is the only way we can develop faith in God, exercise agency, and be judged for our works. However, with Wordsworth, I believe that deep in our souls we carry those memories, and that earth is so patterned that it reminds us of former things. Learning is as much recognition of former things as discovery. Carl Jung attributed the primal symbols and images we share, even among peoples who had no contact with each other, to the collective unconsciousness he introduced the word archetypes. It is a brilliant concept. But what Jung didn't account for is that collective unconsciousness is far deeper. Christianity offers two other explanations for the phenomenon. Number one, we are all brothers and sisters, children of God who lived with God in heaven before coming to earth. As Wordworth said, our birth is but a sleep and a forgetting. The soul that rises with us, our life's star, hath had elsewhere its setting, and cometh from afar, not in entire forgetfulness. In the pre-mortal existence, we were taught the same principles. If the veil were lifted, I believe we would discover that we knew more about this planet before we came to earth than all the scientists combined who have devoted their lives to comprehending this earth. In other words, I think that everything we learn about this beautiful blue planet of ours is a remembrance of former things. I believe that is what King Solomon, also known as the preacher, meant when he said in Ecclesiastes,
0: The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, and there is no new thing under the sun. Is there anything whereof it may be said, See, this is new, it hath been already of old time, which was before us. There is no remembrance of former things, neither shall there be any remembrance of things that are to come with those that shall come after.
1: When King Solomon said, It hath been already of old time, which was before us, he is not speaking of the temporal past. He is speaking of the immortal past when we lived with God in heaven. When he said, There is no remembrance of former things, He is speaking of the veil drawn over our minds at birth. Learning is a form of recognition of former things. This earth is an integral part of our lives. Number two, Father Adam and Mother Eve are the parents of the entire human race. Adam lived nearly a thousand years. He would have taught his posterity about God and about Christ and about the creation. His children would have taught their children and thus their traditions would have filtered down through the ages. Following the flood, Noah, who was the second Adam, would have taught his children, and his children would have taught their children, and thus all the traditions of the antediluvian period and the traditions of the post-diluvian period would have been passed on through his posterity. There is another phenomenon that, for Christians, is evidence of intelligent design. The earth was prepared to be our home even while we were in the world of spirits in heaven. We were all aware of it as stated above. In addition, the earth was created to be our home throughout the eternities. It goes through the same stages we go through, including the fall. His first creation was spiritual.
0: Genesis 2, 4-5 These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, and every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. Its second creation was temporal. Genesis 2, 9-10 through 10, And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight, and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted, and became into four heads.
1: Like us, the earth will die.
0: 2 Peter 3.10 But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein, shall be burned up.
1: And like us, the earth will also be resurrected and become our celestial home.
0: The tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God.
1: And what were the promises God made to those in the seven churches who endured to the end?
0: One, I will give to eat of the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Two, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out and I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. 3. I will grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame, and am set down with my Father in his throne.